Welcome to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport. Oh my goodness, it's New Year's Eve. Can you believe it? It's New Year's Eve, the last day of 2021, which means we started the year in season two. We completed all of season three in 2021, and here we are ending 2021 in season four. Wow, we might as well already be on television, right? Because we've got this thing mastered now. We can't wait to see what God is going to do with confessions, convictions, and conversations. But we're just so excited because we have you, our army, and we made it. Wow, what a great day today is. It's the final day of 2021. What a great blessing it is to have made it the entire year of 2021, 365 days. I don't know about you, but I just need to take a deep breath right here. (sighs) All right, now that is so much better. I mean, this year was touch and go. Notwithstanding my personal battles, I know you already know about that, but globally, it was just another difficult year. I mean, who would have ever thought that we would endure an entire year still in a pandemic? Go ahead and say it. No one thought this. I don't care what anybody says about their dreams, their prophecies or anything. Nobody thought that we would still be enduring this. But yet, here we are. We made it. Woo! I know people like to party on New Year's Eve. You see, I have my sparkly going, right? Because it's New Year's Eve. I want it to be festive. You know what I'm saying? Feel the day and everything like that. But I feel like partying for another reason. Just the thought that so many people didn't make it to this point is reason alone just to say, thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. I hope wherever you are, you still have an attitude of gratitude because we should all have a long list of reasons as to why we are just so grateful to God. All right, I'm gonna try to reel it in, but don't be surprised if at any moment I just start dancing during this episode. I mean, don't worry, I'll turn up the praise music so you can turn up with me. I think I asked you this last week, but what are your plans for this holiday weekend? Are you going to church and then the club? Or are you going out and then to church? Are you just going straight to party? I mean, just let me know. Tell me what it is. No judgment here. Maybe you're just a homebody and doing none of those things and you're ringing in the new year at home in front of your television, watching the peach drop or the apple fall. Well, guess where I will be? At church. Yes, I'm so excited because we're finally going back to church tonight. Praise God. 
Now, do you know why I'm excited? Because after 21 months of not having church, we're re-entering the sanctuary on watch night. What a blessed night it is to be ringing in the new year on watch night. So wherever you are and however you're planning to watch the clock strike 12, I pray that you are conscious of the moment and that you truly give God thanks for allowing you to witness the moment because midnight is truly that, a moment. So watch the night, be vigilant, be mindful, be sober, and be safe. This weekend is full of football and food. And as I mentioned to you last week, full of friendly rivalry. We will be glued to the television to see what happens in the college football playoffs and seeing who has learned from their loss and who is celebrating their wins. I hope that you'll be doing the same. <clears throat> if not watching football, then at least I hope you're spending this last day of 2021 reflecting and taking the time to enjoy where you are in your journey and realizing that today does not signify the end of your journey. We discussed a few weeks ago that just because the calendar year is ending doesn't mean that you have to put a close or end to anything that you're doing. If you have goals, projects, or assignments that you're working toward, then the calendar year changing does not change those things. It simply gives you more time. Take time to pause, reflect, recharge, and keep moving in the direction in which you're going. New Year's Eve is a precursor to New Year's Day. However, and with the changing of the year, we're automatically thrust into new anxieties. It seems as if our bodies simply align with new worries. We begin to think, I'm turning this age this year, so this must happen. Or I didn't get this done last year, so this year has to be better. Or we are inundated with the ads and marketing of the new year, so our brains become conditioned with the thoughts that it's a new year, so something has to be new. Or if it isn't, then we are indeed failing. Everybody is doing a new thing in January. You hear the word new, in everybody's marketing campaign and you see it so much that you wonder if there is another word in the English language. I'm not speaking against the concept. There are several instances in God's word where he reminds of us of his ability to also begin again. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it found in Isaiah 43? or but new wine must be put into new bottles and both are preserved found in Luke 5. God is the designer of all things new. However, he is not bound by the month of January. You know, we believe in a fresh start, but we believe that each day brings a fresh start. So whether it happens in January or March or July, you don't have to adopt the anxiety that a new year can often bring. I stopped making New Year's lists a long time ago. I realized that they were holding me hostage. I was either remaining overly committed to what I had on the list, or I was being burdened if I didn't achieve what was on the list. Now, at the beginning of the year, I write out a prayer instead. In this prayer, I ask God to reveal his will for me in the coming year and to align my desires, thoughts, and actions with his will. 
In this regard, I'm giving God the ability to do as he will in my life without the confines of what my limited capacity thinks. And I'm also giving myself the space to adjust as God gives me direction. Changing how I approach my new year has given me so much freedom, freedom in Christ and freedom in believing that God has so much more planned for me than I could ever plan for myself. This does not mean that I don't set realistic goals for myself, but it does mean I don't have to be bound by a few and I don't have to be burdened by any. I can be free to work according to God's direction. Philippians 4 and 6 reminds us to be anxious for nothing, which means we, didn't, we shouldn't go ahead of ourselves trying to make any one thing happen. When we're anxious, when we worry, then we will often make quick judgments, snappy decisions, do things that we wouldn't otherwise do when we're in a state of rest. Don't allow the new year to find you in an anxious state. When you're anxious, when you worry, then you begin to take steps that you might not need to take. You begin to anticipate the steps rather than purposefully take your steps. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, make your requests known to God. Let God know your thoughts and your desires. Talk to him in prayer. Give it to God in prayer and the peace of God. The only way not to be in an anxious state is to reside in a perpetual state of peace. As you prepare to enter into the new year, my desire for you is to enter into it peacefully. We entered last year in the height of a worldwide pandemic. And while the threat of COVID is still among us, I want you to make the wholehearted effort to begin tomorrow peacefully. Don't worry about what tomorrow will bring. Don't worry about what the new year will bring. Begin the day at rest. Begin again. As you begin again, you will realize that every day really is a fresh start. And with each new day brings the opportunity to be better. While I am not bound by a list in the new year, the one thing that I'm committed to doing each day is being better than the day before. If you don't do anything else, I encourage you to also join in this commitment with me. Do better, know better, be better. Here are some tips that I incorporate into my life that I believe will help you along the way as you begin your journey to be better. Tip number one, value yourself. As we discussed last week, you have to know that you are of value to the kingdom. If you don't value yourself, then it will be difficult for anyone else to understand or believe in your value. You must value yourself because you must know without a shadow of a doubt that you have been fearfully and wonderfully made. There's no one else who can be you or who can do you. You are not in competition. You're only competing against yourself. So value yourself. And when you value yourself, you will automatically want to better yourself. Tip number two, practice makes perfect. I tell my students all of the time, 
There are some things that are only going to get better with practice. If you want to be a better writer, you have to write all of the time. Whatever you want to be better at doing, you have to do it all of the time. You want to run well, run. You want to cook well, cook. You want to sing well, sing. Even if you have the natural gift, a gift has to be nurtured. A skill has to be crafted. Practice still makes perfect. Stop believing that your ability doesn't have to be honed or that you've reached the peak of your ability. If you want to be the best, then you must first believe that there is never a ceiling. There is always room for improvement. The best always want to be better. Practice, practice, and then practice some more. Tip number three, get up. Who doesn't love laying in a warm bed while the rest of the world seems to be moving at 80 miles an hour? Well, the only problem is nothing is being achieved when we're doing that. Of course, we all deserve rest days every now and then, but if we want to do better, we need to get up. Both of my parents are early risers, and while I was growing up, laying in bed late was a foreign concept. However, when I went to college, I decided to try it out until one day my mentor called me and I was still asleep late in the morning. He told me to read Proverbs chapter eight and then to call him back. From that moment on, I began waking up early. Even more than that, the truth is, the day does not wait on us and the hours are not waiting on us before they pass by. If we want to be better and feel as if we are accomplishing our tasks, we need to wake up and get up and get the day started. The earlier we begin, the more we can complete. Get your beauty rest and then get up. The saying is true. The early bird gets the worm and it's getting whatever else is out there too. Tip number four, set the atmosphere. Sometimes the only way to be better is to see better. If your environment is not motivating you, you might have to change it. I don't mean that you need to move, but maybe you do need to move. Maybe you just need to reorganize your physical space. Maybe you need to alter your surroundings. Maybe you need to adjust the people who are in your environment. Perhaps you simply need to change your perspective. The atmosphere in which you operate all have bearing on your ability to operate in life. And if you truly want to be better than the previous day, you must take action on what surrounds you in life. You have complete control over what's around you and what's in front of you. Change what you can and adjust the rest. Set the atmosphere that will give you the best position to be better in life. Tip number five, give yourself grace. The journey to being better is just that, a journey. It won't happen in one day, and it won't happen overnight. We won't be perfect every day, and we won't be better every day. We will make mistakes, and sometimes we will get it completely wrong. That is why we wake up every day with the commitment to being better than the previous day. We acknowledge what went wrong, 
and ultimately we fix what went wrong. But we must also give ourselves grace that it is a journey and the journey has bumps, the journey has detours, the journey has stop signs. The most important thing is that we keep going and not allow any of those things to deter us from moving forward on our commitment to being better. Every step is a step made in the right direction and is a step that points us in the direction of who God designed us to be. It is why we pray, give us this day our daily bread. We know we can't handle more than one day at a time, but God can give us what we need to sustain the day. That's all we need. And that's always better. And that's the goal, to be better. So what's new in 2022? You perhaps, but whether you feel new or not, the best thing about 2022 is that you're here to experience it. The best thing about 2022 is that the same God who helped us make it through 2021 will be the same God who will help us through 2022. So plan if you must. There's nothing wrong with planning as long as you aren't being held captive with your plans. Make sure there's some flexibility in those plans. Proverbs 16 is a great accompaniment to have as you plan. And as you plan, pray. Pray that God will be there to either see your plans through or veto the plans that aren't going to work out for your good. You want to have a Romans 8:28 kind of year. You want to make sure that whether it's good or not so good, that it's all working for the good. Consult God about everything. Allow him to be Lord over your life. Pray about everything. You can plan it, but praying about it is an even better sealant. After you've prayed, prepare to prosper. Go into this year with great expectation. On my birthday during our podcast live, I told you that the best is yet to come. Well, I believe that the best is still yet to come. Even if you feel as if you've had the most amazing year of your life, the best is still yet to come. For those who believe the best is never behind you, 2022 is going to be exceedingly, abundantly, above what you could ask or think. It's gonna be that kind of year. Go into this year with Ephesians 3.20 on your mind, on your heart, and in your mouth. I'm believing for you, but it will be so much better if you believe it for yourself. I hope that you're spending these last 24 hours of 2021 in great celebration and that like me, you're thinking, I made it. Tonight, I'm saying an extra prayer for you and I'm offering an extra praise for you. If you're hanging out, you can dance for me and we'll be even. Celebrate well and have a fresh start new year. And before you go, 
I certainly like to pray for you. God, thank you so much for the people in my army. We made it, but it certainly wasn't without you. I can't wait to see you in 2022. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.asdministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, anytime is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.